0: The Podium, the that's the news and current affairs program, current affairs program of the moment, designed to analyze major issues in the nation's polity. Every weekday at 9 a.m. on North FM 104.5 Crowther Radio, Abuja, and the unbeatable team of analysts, as well as very informed listeners to add your voices on issues of governance. The Podium, program that makes your day every weekday on this dial, it's always a bag.
1: very pleasant morning to you Abuja once again, wherever you're tuning from, you're still on your multiple award winning station, Love 145 here on the hills Mbappe in the nation's capital. Today is Friday and it is a wet Friday morning, 19th August 2022. Welcome to the podium. The podium is our current first flagship program on policy strategy and good governance. My name is Peniel, Peniel Diola. Today being Friday, we know is polls where we discuss Nigeria in numbers and in figures. But um, before we bring you all you need to know on polls today, a quick one, the federal government have asked students, when I, mean, so when I say students, I mean um, tertiary institutions, to sue ASU over the prolonged strike that um, they are going through right now. They said, as far as they're concerned, the reason why this caters to the home is um, Asu's adamant attitude. So, it's up to the students to go to court and um, sue Asu. Well, some have said like trying to shift the goalpost to another area should we hear this from the federal government at this point they say when two elephants fight the grass eventually suffers on the other hand who feeds the elephant is the grass if there's no school are we going to have lecturers that's one if there are no universities will there be ministry of education and will there be a minister of education these are the question that um, we need to answer. So the reason why we have lecturers and the reason why there is a department or a ministry called Ministry of Education is because of the children who are in school. If you take the children out of the equation, these two entities will not be useful to us. So in a case where there's a blame shift here right now, federal government blaming asu asu blaming federal government then who the children blame would the children blame the school or would they blame themselves for being nigerians is it now a crime to be a nigerian or is it a crime to school in nigeria well the call from many meaning nigerians as a matter of fact at some point Uh, Mr. President asked stakeholders and parents to beg ASU. Yeah, at some point, you know, the President asked stakeholders and then parents to go beg ASU. Now, the Minister of Education have asked the children to sue ASU. ASU is blaming the federal government for the prolonged strike. Then, the children now, whom will they blame? As it stands right now, it's six months down the line. These kids are still at home. That's uh, more like two sessions. Sorry, one session. One academic session gone already. Because some schools run three months, some run four months, depending on the calendar of the school. For the school that run the semester three months, this is six months. It means one session is gone. An academic session is gone already. It's an automatic carryover for the students and for those who are in their final year is a spillover for them not as a result of not their own mistake or their own doing but due to the log ahead between the federal government and asu we call on um, both federal government and asu to do the needful well um today we'll be looking at petrol poll First off, at some point, we went on a weak, dry period of no petroleum. We'll say no petroleum because filling stations were shut down. And why did they shut down? They say they cannot cope anymore. They need to increase pump price so many nigerians had to pay through their nose black marketers made money and you can still see black marketers on the streets of abuja as we speak right now in some areas if you go to places like area 11 around um force headquarters you will see black marketers in front of you have two filling stations there you see black marketers in front of the filling station selling fuel we have two filling stations there you see black marketers in front of the two filling stations selling fuel like some will say it's only in this country that you see black marketers selling fuel in front of a filling station it's also in this country that you see you know people who run these um local way of giving out money Operating in front of a financial institution. Well, welcome to Nigeria, like some will say. But we hope that um, it will get better someday because um, we're very, very optimistic. Now, after going through those um, stress, the poor says, what do you normally use petrol for? It will so interest you. That 55% of adult Nigerians say they use petrol to power their generators, not even to drive. Okay? While 49% say um, they use petrol to power their cars, 24% say um, they use petrol to power their motorcycle, while 10% of adult Nigerians say they use petrol for machineries how has the cost of petrol impacted on your spending and that of your household? We have, um, okay, 2% says others. Why for what I just asked said now, read out now? 89% says um, increased spending on other commodities, right? And um, 6% said reduced spending on other commodities. Why 5% um, said spending remained the same? How much do you normally buy a litre of petrol in your locality? 60% said 175 to 200 naira, 23% said 201 to 220 naira, 17% says um, 221 naira and above. And uh, which of the following is the most important to you when it comes to the supply of petrol? Um, 47% says price, 47% says availability, 4% says both price and availability, 2% says none. Well, I have a um, dial with me in the studio this morning while we wait for our guest to join us. I believe he's not here due to you know when it rains in Abuja. It increases um, traffic. Dial. Good morning
2: to you. Yeah, good morning, Penal. Good morning, Abuja. Mm. Good to have you this morning. Thank you very much. So let's much. hear from you, Dial. All right. Uh, thank you, Pino. Uh The issue of petrol in Nigeria has mm. has gone from different stages. If you could remember back then, Penal, um, as a tenth of February, twenty twenty-two, this year, um, we had the issue of contaminated fuel that got into Nigeria through port check. Mm. You know and it just evolved from that to scarcity from scarcity the price went up and from there it affected every other thing you know there is um increase in transportation increase in uh, prices of um, food commodity services you know so um, this poll was conducted um on the 8th of august 2022 where Almost nine in ten Nigerians, that's 89 percent of Nigerians, lament over the impact of uh, the cost of petrol on their spending. Um, that's on other commodities and that of their household, you know, which is which has drastically increased, you know. And um, if you look at it, the estimated um, average cost of petrol across the country, you see 59 percent of Nigerians say they use petrol. Uh, disclose that they buy petrol. Um, at an average uh, retail price between 181 to 200 naira, that's per liter nationwide. You know, and according to the National Bureau of Statistics, that's MBS, um, on state profile analysis, the highest average retail price of petrol, that's PMS, was recorded at 195 naira, 55 kobo. that's per liter. That's what that was at um, June 2022. Um, you know, Uh, If we further look down to uh, findings on this, uh, you will find out that 55% of adult Nigerians when they were asked what do you normally use petrol for, say they use uh, petrol to power their generator. And you know, uh, in line with this finding, data obtained from the power sector revealed that more than 40% of households in Nigeria own and use generator for their daily electricity um, requirements. you know. And uh, with power supply being one of the major business constraints in Nigeria, according to the Central Bank of Nigeria, it has been revealed that Nigerians spend above fourteen billion dollars um, on generator and fuel yearly, you know, um, to prevent their businesses from crippling, you know. Um, If you look at the case of scarcity, you know, when it comes to petrol, um, Nigerians blame the federal government. You know, that's 57% of adult Nigerians blame the federal government for being responsible for the scarcity of petrol in the country. Making petrol now being hawked, you know, you see petrol now, like I see petrol is like pure water on the street now. When you drive by, you just see different kegs out all of our hopes. Um, So as against this backdrop, uh, NOI polls uh, conducted this poll to uh, monitor and evaluate the current price of uh, petrol across the country and um, interestingly when we asked Nigerians uh, what do you normally use petrol for, 55% of other Nigerians says uh, they use uh, petrol for their generators. 49% Uh, 49% of adult Nigerians say they use petrol to power their cars and um, 24% of adult Nigerians use petrol to power their motorcycle and 10% say they impacted on your spending and that of your household and we have uh, a weapon number of 89% of adult Nigerians have said that um, uh, the impact has reflected more in increase of on spending when it comes to other commodities and um six percent of other nigerians say reduce spending on other commodities and five percent of uh, adult nigerians say their spending has remained the same Uh, in terms of how much they buy petrol in their locality which we know varies uh uh, we asked them, "How do you normally buy a liter of petrol in your locality?" And sixty percent of other Nigerians says uh, between the range of one hundred uh, and seventy-five naira to two hundred naira. Twenty-three percent said two hundred and one naira to two hundred and twenty, and seventeen percent said above two hundred and twenty-one naira. Um, when it comes to priority, now in terms of importance, you know, when it comes to uh, is it is is it is it the price now or the availability that is major concern? Um, we asked Nigerians which of the following is the most important to you when it comes to the supply of uh, petrol and forty seven percent mentioned the price another forty seven mentioned availability and four um, percent said both the price and availability is what the level of importance to them and 2% mentioned none, meaning either the price or the availability is of importance to them in as much as they are concerned. So we went further down to asking them about the trending issue right now which is the removal of subsidy in the country right now. Uh, We asked Nigerians do you support the complete removal of subsidy in Nigeria? And um, 32% of Nigerians said yes, 60% of adult Nigerians said no, and um, 8% said they don't know. And you know, for that, buttressing this point, we asked Nigerians uh, where do you majorly buy your petrol? 55% of adult Nigerians said um, independent marketer filling stations, you know. And, you know, um, 37% said um, major marketer filling stations, and 8% said black market. That's the petrol hawkers that we have. And if you look at it, if you stretch this in accordance to geopolitical zone, um, the northeast, that's. um, Notice is ranking the top with 75%, followed by the Northwest and uh, the North Central is 59%. We have the South-South 50% and um, the South-East 45% and the Southwest with 40%. Um, so when Nigerians were asked about the issue of subsidy, like I told you earlier, 32% said yes. They want it to be totally removed. 60% said no. And you know, if you stretch this across geopolitical zone, um, the North, uh, okay, the Southwest is stopping the league here with um, 38%, and uh, the North Central with 34%, the North East, 34%, and we have um, northwest, the North West, the South East, we have the South South, all. Rated 28 percent equally, you know. You know, Penel, These are uh, issues that, if we look at it, it's it's very very disheartening to look at. You know, even in terms of the scarcity. I told you earlier, on 57 percent of adult Nigerians are blaming the federal government. 11 percent of adult Nigerians are blaming the marketers. You know, and you know when it comes to that aspect. When it comes to that aspect, um, the petrol scarcity appears to um, have returned normal, especially in Lagos and Abuja. But news reports reveal that fresh scarcity might resurface in Abuja and Environment due to um, claims by oil marketers uh, that the National Association of uh, Road Transport Marketer Owners, that's NARTO members, uh, were not willing to take petrol. Uh, to the nation's capital due to the poor condition of roads, you know, and, you know, the president of NARTO, that's Yusuf Otman, gave the assurance and, you know, debunked the claim, you know, that's, that was in an interview with um, the news agencies of Nigeria, that was um, on Thursday, 4th of August in Lagos. These findings just keep, you keep blowing your mind off because there are a lot of activities going on. Going on. You're just around like that. Interesting, you know,
1: quite um comprehensive, and um for a country whose economy is hinged on crude, like ours. For every budget we make, the president is about to present um, the 2023 budget, and um, even without seeing the budget we already know that um, the budget will be tied around crude. That is where we found ourselves. So everything about our economy revolves around the sale of crude in the market. If there's a hike in it, then it's to our plus, but then if there's a reduction in the price in the market is to our own peril as far as our budget is concerned so almost our budget is tied on what is obtainable in the market should the market be favorable then we say we'll have a good budget that will fly but if the market is not favorable uh, definitely you know nigerians Will bear the brunt at the end of the day. Also, on this, where we, according to the Minister of Finance, Zainab Ahmed, she says um, Nigeria pays 18.397 billion naira every day on subsidy. We're yet to know the volume of petrol we consume a day. Speculations have it. Speculations have it that um, is as high as seventy million. Okay. Every day, why some persons have said we don't consume up to that plus minus. According to Bokola Saraki, he said it's between thirty-five to forty million. That Nigeria. You know, consumes per day. If there are variations here now, um, NMPC is still standing on 100. And the National Assembly is querying NMPC on that, saying how possible is it for us to consume as much as 100 million liters per day in this country. And uh, we're still subsidizing as high for as high as 18.397 um, billion naira every day. If you do your mathematics, so if in a day we you know, spend as high as 18.397 billion naira on subsidy, multiply it by 7 days, that's a week, then multiply it by 4 weeks, that will give you a month. Then you multiply it by 12 months, that will give you a year. How much do we spend on subsidy? According to Mr. President, in his words, he said, Who is subsidizing who? Okay, if this is the case, what is it for us as Nigerians in all of this? Unfortunately, uh, we struggle to even get... This product in our own country, we struggle to get it. We see the long queues, like Um Daya rightly said. First, it started with adulterated fuel, and um, there was a denial. The federal government is the major importer of petroleum into this country. They are the major importer of petroleum into this country. Before they. They've privatized NNPC. We know that, but um, now it started with adulterated fuel being imported into Nigeria, engines knocked, no compensation. Then what followed afterwards, what um, was a scarcity of petrol. People could barely buy petrol. Where black marketers, like I said, when we when I started the program, black marketers were smiling to the banks every day. They sold for as high as. 400 naira per liter. Okay, 400 naira per liter. And the bad side of the story is they are selling this fuel in front of filling stations. How did they get the fuel? That's another question that we are yet to answer. From where did they get the product? And who is supplying them with this product? How about the regulators? What have they been able to do ever since DPR was scrapped off and there is the downstream, the midstream and the upstream. Good. What are they doing? At the end of the day, we have this product. Unfortunately for us, we export jobs out of this country to other countries where this product is refined, and what we get in return is just petrol, kerosene and LPG gas. That's all we get in return for a product that can give you over, you know, 600 different products from it. I mean crude. You can, you know, get over 600 different products from crude, yet all we get in return is uh, petrol, gas, kerosene and diesel. That's all we get. In return more like what some people say in business penny wise pounds foolish because if we pay to export and also pay to import and all we get in return is just diesel petrol gas and kerosene did we do business and yet, we are heavily subsidizing for a product that we don't get anything substantial at the end of the day. Well, like I said, um, when we, our guest will be joining us very soon. We just spoke and um, he's not here due to the traffic. We will take a quick break and then when we come back, we'll get to hear from you. Are we doing good business? And should we still be on this issue of subsidy? If yes, why? If no, what should be the alternative? We'll take a quick break now. Go pay some bills when we come back and we'll get to hear from you. Stay tuned and go nowhere. You want to be loved? You need to be loved. You'll feel loved at 104.5 FM. One love. One
3: love.
0: The race is on, and this time, it's two times more drama, and it goes all the way up to a whopping 100 million Naira. Can you keep up? Nighty-try
3: brother, nighty-try
0: do miss the gossip, drama, and a whole lot more.
1: Remember, the higher your package, the higher your votes to save your faves. Stay connected to Big Brother Niger Level Up on DSTV Channel 198, Channel 199, and Africa Magic. Dial stat it, it hash, or download my DSTV app. Headline sponsor Pocket by Piggy Vest. Associate sponsor Flutterwave. Big Brother Niger is rated 18.
4: Free TV with over 30 interesting channels such as Channels TV, TVC News & Entertainment, Nollywood Channel, African Movie Net TV, AIT, NTA, NTA Sports, Africa Movie Channel series and lots more. You will watch on free TV decoder with no monthly subscription. Only an initial payment of 12,500 naira and you're good to go. Hurry now and get your free TV decoder at our office Family Love FM station, Mpape, Abuja or call Salami on 0805 528 7946. 0805 528 7946 or call our Abuja dealers at Miriam International Supermarket, Caro, Abuja on 0808 8008. 0808 8008 or 0803 443 0607. 0803 443 0607 and enjoy over 30 exciting channels, movies, and sports for a whole year.
3: Reverse, reverse, come back. Best
1: day. Oh, yeah! turn your hand. Go right. Cut, cut, cut your hands more. Cut up. Uh-huh. Bend the tire. Go left. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just they come straight like that. He don't do. He
3: don't do. He don't do. <sighs> ah,
0: but Oga, uh, I tell you, make you wait, now! Nah. But I followed your direction now, eh? See my precious car now. See it. Look at it. Observe it! <laughs> Even when you try to be extra careful, life can still happen. Leadway Assurance offers reliable auto insurance plans from third-party to comprehensive moto insurance. Call one 2700 to get your auto insurance plan now. Don't leave things to chance. Drive assured
1: with Leadway Auto Insurance Plan. Eh, Oga, okay, but I hope say so you get Leadway Moto Insurance. Oh.
2: oh, so you know Leadway Insurance is sure, Abby. Come on, get out. Yeah, yeah, your instructor. Need we Assurance, ensuring happiness ARM since has 1970. ARM with Techstars
1: to launch the ARM Lab Lagos Techstars Accelerator Programme, designed to empower fintech and prop tech startups in Africa for success. Applicants to these programs send a chance to receive up to $120,000 in funding, access to 20,000 global investors and mentorship opportunities from over 7,000 industry experts. Are you a fintech or prop tech startup in need of funding? Don't miss this chance to take your business idea to the next level hurry and apply today by visiting www.apply.techstars.com power and performance that's what you get in every so clean concentrated detergent pack power and performance the essence of Paris Saint-Germain with the concentration of powerhouse players Kylian Mbappé, Neymar Jr, Lionel Messi, Sergio Ramos and Achraf Hakimi. The partnership of concentrated power now forged. So clean. The official regional partner of Paris Saint-Germain. Now two different people did this BB Nigeria season seven oh. those where they collect second-hand gist.
2: Hey!
0: So they collect like them the sheep. And those where they see all the drama as see the
2: heart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: inside you day. <laughs> no go follow them say them say, Oh, Enjoy all the Big Brother Niger seven drama life on FOPGO TV channel
0: 8 and 29. Vote to save your favorite housemate. Remember, the higher your package, the higher your voting power. Download my GO TV app or dial star 228 hash. Make your subscription day active so you no go miss all the excitement with day. <laughs> GO TV. Love it.
4: <gülüyor> Aha yo bazam saki siyayya ba Isam, to me baki shirya ba, ko baki tunanin mu tafi da wuri ba? Eh, kera wa za ku je Dan Allah, an yi ni dan rayuwa mai laushi ne. Lokacina ne ina nufin siyayya ta jumia, mai sanarwa, jira sauki da ingantaccen sayayya daga yanar gizo domin wayarka. Kayan lantarki, kayan zamani da kuma sauran su Zaka iya saya a maka, akuma mayar da duk kayan da yake da matsala a cikin kwana bakwai. A haka, kayi sayayyenka na kullum a jumia Jumia na isa da kayayyakin yau da kullum.
1: Welcome back to the podium, our current first flagship program on policy, strategy, and good governance. In case you're just tuning in, my name is Peniel, Peniel Diala, and uh, today on Anoyah we're looking at Petrol Poll. But before I introduce my guest, let's take a listen to what Mr. Preston said about um, subsidy removal in 2011.
3: Well, on subsidy, I, I told you what I did in Petrol Polls. I don't understand what the Nigerian economists and the members of the government their definition of that they are subsidizing Nigeria. Nigerians for the oil they are buying. Who is subsidizing who? The Nigerian oil industry, petroleum industry was developed with Nigerian capital.
0: And most of the
3: expertise are Nigerians. If you go into the field, is Nigeria in Is Nigeria oil? What I understand Nigeria should charge Nigerians is the cost of one barrel at the wellhead, and then the cost of transportation to the refinery, the cost of refining it, and its cost at the pump. If anybody said he is subsidizing anything, he is a fraud. So all these people talking about subsidy, who's subsidizing me? But, but there is so much fraud, as I said, and insular and that I don't talk about it. But the day I have to talk about it, I will ask the petroleum economist to come and tell me who is subsidizing Nigerians. Nigerian oil. Whose oil is it? We have four years with a capacity of four hundred and eighty thousand dollars a day. Let's see if they are because of corruption, they have virtually allowed those and you know, to become so inefficient that I don't think they produce half their capacity. Now instead of taking the balance of what to be refined outside, to be refined outside, as we used to when there's a turnaround, maintenance. When I was in the chamber, hardly Nigerians know because we negotiate with oil companies. We say, "Okay, Nigeria is using say
1: 200." All right, um, that was the voice of uh, Mr. President in 2011 when he said oil subsidy is fraud. Uh, well, as it stands right now, under his own watch being the president not just the president but also the minister of petroleum as a stance now according to the minister of finance zainab ahmed she says um we pay as high as 18.397 billion naira daily on subsidy uh good
0: morning to you mr jidojo Morning, Peniel. Apologies for coming late. Well, it's better late <laughs> than never. Better late than <laughs> never. The rose today was not friendly for traffic. The rain, of course. Yeah, possibly because of the rain.
1: Um, we're looking at Petropole and um, the issue of subsidy where, you know, the Minister of Finance, Zainab Ahmed... I've actually reviewed to Nigerians that um, we spend on a daily basis 18.397 billion naira on subsidy and according to the federal government, they say in June 2023, they will stop subsidy. So that means we should brace up that from now till June, we will be spending, it might go beyond this. This is just what we have on paper for now. billion naira daily spent
0: on subsidy well (laughs) i i once you just not get tired of talking about this thing you know uh talk is cheap when you're in opposition you say things Uh, because you do not have the facts and figure. The Mr. President was talking in 2011, I guess, uh, because he used to be the Minister of uh, Petroleum Resources. Uh, He was also former head of state, so he thought things were the same way it was when he was there forgetting that over the years, things have changed. But by all it's been in the saddle now seven years plus. Um, It's not found the courage to remove the subsidy. Uh, I will be the first to admit that there is subsidy but do I support continuous subsidy of petroleum resources? The answer is no. Uh, It's not sustainable. But again, um, it's a a catch-22 situation we find ourselves. Catch-22 in the sense that Uh, Of all the petroleum products today, it's only the PMS, that's petrol, that is subsidized. Every other one, including kerosene, diesel, uh, aviation jet, and lubricants, the government has uh, pulled off the plug of subsidy. However, you know, we got ourselves in this coup d'etat because the refineries are not working. If the refineries were to be working, all this issue of landing cost, and trucking and all of that would be out of it. So, uh, in summary, our, w- our only hope out now is Sertius Paribus. Can all this be, be equal? Well, maybe sometimes, occasionally it does because now, They have spent $1.5 billion trying to refine protocol refineries and doing turnaround maintenance on protocol refineries, let me put it more appropriately. They said, at least as at that time, they signed the uh, MOU with the company, the foreign company that was brought in. They said it would take 18 months. 18 months is one and a half years. So we are looking at maybe December 2022. That's all things being equal. If petrol, if uh, uh, if, there are a lot of ifs.
1: We're using ifs. Yeah, yeah,
0: because I use ifs because this is an issue I've weighed in on several occasions. And I know that this is a cesspool of corruption. And those who are profiting from this opacity in in the downstream sector will not want it to go because it's it's their only pot that they don't want to break. Now, if because, according to the Guardian newspaper uh, uh, some years ago, $25 billion have similarly been spent on turnaround maintenance of our four alien refineries without anything to show for it. Meanwhile, people still draw salaries and get promotions saying that they work in the refineries for producing nothing. Now, $1.5 billion borrowed to fix um, court. and they say but, it will go around. Uh, wait, to fix at least in the interim potato refinery. If they keep to their ways, then by January we should see potato refining product. One, two. Another if, if Dangote refinery, which was meant to come on stream by the fourth quarter of 2022, but has now been shifted to first quarter of 2023, if it comes on stream. It's going is based in Lagos we can transfer business with Dangote uh, at least as a patriot to give us concession so don't sell to us the way you sell to Bini Cameroon Ghana and the rest of them at least you are you are profiting from this economy but that's if Dangote also meets its own operational target target of coming on stream by first quarter of 2023 thought if if the so called modular refineries that have been promoted and projected one in Akwaibon, one in Edo one in uh, Baeza or maybe Port they have put forward that this modular refineries once they come, once they come on stream it will also add to what Port will bring and the shortage will get from Dangote You understand? That's the projection. That is the picture. And that's why if this, all of these nuts and bolts are are, are fixed, then we may, in the first half of next year, get out of the war. Now, APC will not want to pull the plug because of 2023 election. If it does, definitely there will be social unrest and no government that wants to win the next election will want to do something drastic even a year to the elections that's why you know when petroleum industry act was signed the law says immediately that signature of the president is on it petroleum subsidy will cease so that the foreign direct investors can be encouraged the price can be competitive uh, there will be full deregulation unfortunately i have found one thing very disconcerting about the way we handle our downstream sector you said pms will sell at the same price across the country that's not the regulation it's not the regulation how do you expect somebody who brings a product from a papa wharf? To Oshodi, to sell as same as somebody who brings the same product from a Papa Wolf to Bakodi, to Abuja. Abuja, to Sokoto. You want the same uniform price? Where is that done? Meanwhile, the pipelines have been vandalized. The products that should have been channeled through the pipelines to Mosimi, to Sulejahia to all the other depots where it will have been very easy to truck, where you not pay less on but, but then, up to tomorrow let's, let's we are, we are, that, wait there was a time i wrote we are uh, minister of information and culture said they are spending is it 30 billion 20 or 30 billion every year to repair the pa- <laughs> vandalized pipelines and i said why is that uniform why is it that there is no variation so every year though, that has become under only pot for some people because if you are going to be awarding 20 naira contracts every year and somebody I mean, it's in constant. government is it, constant so th- th- that is an incentive so the, the 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 fact that we have failed to direct, because Look, I'm painting this picture. Unfortunately, time is not our friend here. I'm painting this picture that is a catch twenty two situation. In I
1: asked for our economic team. Yeah. Some have said, is a waste of knowledge. With the with the caliber of people we have in Mr. President's, you know, economic team, should we still be, you know? ragging around these deep waters and still be talking about subsidy no subsidy and people cannot just provide a way out for us in these um the
0: the way out is very known, and that's what i'm articulating see one 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 uh, i've talked about the issue of the corruption and opacity in that system did you know that if you ask NPC, how many barrels of crude oil are we producing today? They will give you a figure. Go and meet Minister of Finance. She will give you a figure. Go and meet CBN Governor. She will, will give you another figure. No, no, no. They, they are all different figures. Why? This is the same government. Why can't we have a uniform? Now, now you know the worst things for me? Right, where, I, where I lost it? The amount of oil theft in Nigeria's oil sector it's on industrial scale. You know, Julie, As in over 300,000 barrels per day stolen. This is not something you put in your pocket and walk away. These are, you know, ships coming to take crude oil that was stolen out of the country. On daily basis, that's what our Minister of uh, State for Industry said. Uh, Minister of State for Petroleum. Petroleum. How could we be allowing that kind of... Ghana does not produce that much crude oil. We are losing over two three hundred thousand barrels per day on daily basis to crude oil theft. So we have the navy, we have NEMASA, we have the Air Force, and yet these people will still come, not that not that they take it in boat, so they are not taking it in nylon bag. They they bring the ship, you take the crude, you walk away.
1: Signs it off because before a ship leaves this is why i said
0: this is why i said the corruption and opacity is why we are where we are that is why subsidy which is supposed to last for six months under the ibb regime in 1993 or there about that's why it has remained a permanent feature of our oil sector for over 30 years because some people just find it very convenient it's the same argument we can make for the electricity because some people are profiting from uh, bringing in their, 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 their power generating plants. So why, why, should, why should you fix the electricity? Because these are not rocket sciences. And you said you have the... Look, I, I shared something on... Uh, we are not discussing electricity, but did you know that... They said the Discos and jenkos are owing banks over 800 billion. These are companies we sell our Nepato, to believing that they will bring their yeah, own yeah, funds yeah. and revitalize the system now they are holding fidelity bank buying mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. banks huge sums of money i'm going to have to take over some of these uh, uh discourse distribution companies and if you don't fix because you see there is a nexus. the last article i did on this issue i drew an exhaust between electricity and petrol because if there is power supply You won't need to consume as much petrol. Nobody will need to buy diesel. Nobody will need to buy uh, fuel, the way we are consuming. But because there is no electricity supply, you have to buy a better pass maneuver at the very least, if you don't want to be sleeping in darkness. And solar panels are very expensive. That is another uh, way out. But which country in the world does it the way we do? How do you run an economy on this kind of indices? The bottom line is that where there is no political way and I don't see this administration solving this problem. The, it's already an inherited problem for incoming administration okay. and that's why I don't pity whoever whoever takes over from this administration in June or in May of 2023 because the, the rot is very deep. Did you know, okay, the, the minister, of, minister of Finance is saying yesterday that if we continue to subsidize, they will not even have one time for capital projects. How do you run a country without without fixing the infrastructure? If you don't have money for capital projects, so all you do is that you pay salary and then when you pay salary you pay overhead and then everybody folds their all those abandoned projects, the second Niger Dieter and Niger and the Second Niger Bridge and all of the other infrastructural uh, projects will just be stalled. And meanwhile, we are already borrowing above our revenue. Well, that,
1: that, that's another topic for another day. I know, but it's, it's all, all intertwined. They come out to defend themselves, saying that um, we've not gone beyond the limit. We still have open window to do more borrowing. But um, the borrowing that is
0: already at over forty trillion. Well, that's and, and, to, and now that, they are talking. They are talking debt uh, to GDP. They are not talking debt to revenue our debt to revenue that is, by our own admittance we are even what we are what we are handing all of it used in servicing debt is not enough now our debt servicing portfolio in in this in budget is, is said to be about 17 uh, uh, about, uh, 7 trillion servicing we are not paying servicing debt so uh, we no, we look the, the the economy the, the way we run the economy is such that it baffles me maybe because i'm not a politician that's why i just asked look and the so, economy have, team so
1: you don't get there and then um, say what you meant just like um
0: mr president in 2011 he said he no no, no. I, I, knew, I knew i knew the situation fraud the, fraud you, see, you see you see the went cap, in po- po-
1: governance now he is still subsidizing do, do you know
0: that politicians campaign in poetry and and and, and improves see people will tell you what is convenient ahead of 2023 election all because they want to get the votes they know the reality they will not they will not tell you they, they will not tell do, you they, can that, we continue on monday please because we're already out of time do but but let, let me commend the ny post for this it's quite unfortunate that yes, Nigerians still want uh the, the subsidy to remain. But yes, uh free food is good, but even in free time there is no free food anywhere. Yeah. Let's face the reality, let's remove this plug of subsidy, but let's hope that the North and both the Portaco Refineries will come on stream, the modular refineries will come on stream, down refineries will come on stream. If this three happens, we can be rest assured that by middle of next year, when a new administration will be coming in, we will be in a position to remove the plug and allow subsidy to go. And we can do that in phases. Already, let me uh, final word. Sorry, I, I'm sorry. Final word. We can do the removal in phases, even for January. See, the truth is that federal government tacitly has approved increase in PMS price. That's why you see retail outlets adjusting their meters to reflect 175 180 185 which is not our contract with the government but they will say oh we are not the one that have increased It's then that have the- but why are you not sanctioning them so it shows that government itself is tacit that there is need for face removal of this petroleum subsidy and the only way to get out of this coup de sac is just to have a concerted effort to face the regulation squarely remove i mean get domestic refinery and the domestic refining capacity back whichever whether private or public and then fix the issue of insecurity because that also adds to the cost of pms
1: well all of this is based on if GDP please we'll do this on monday is that okay by you
0: <laughs> hoping that my schedule will permit oh, well, yes. well i've
1: told you earlier so <laughs> so we see monday on this um god bless you all thank you very much and i and um i'm really sorry we've gone beyond that time today but um let's hope we'll finish this up on monday
3: god's word is nourishing to the soul and spirit of man he brings healing, gives direction, imparts knowledge, inspires for high performance and enforces deliverance. Be blessed as Pastor Peter Balugu brings God's